Smartcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Think Business with Tyler, sharing our methods and strategies for success. Join in on our conversations with business owners as we highlight their triumphs and detail how they overcame the challenges they faced while continuing to grow and scale their business. It's time to think life, think success, and think business with your host, Tyler Martin. Welcome to the Think Business with Tyler podcast show. Thank you so much for joining today. My name is Tyler Martin. I'm a certified business coach and a CPA. This is our first show ever. It's our intro show. So in today's show, I plan to cover, first, I'll talk about my background. I want you to, as as a listener, get to know what I'm all about, what my career, what my history is like. And then I'm going to get into my philosophies a little bit. And then I'll tell you what I've got lined up, what's planned, what are some topics that you can expect. Let me start out. First, I'm going to talk about what my background is and what my experience is. I think you'll get a lot out of that. I started my career in CPA firms. That's certified public accounting firms. I worked for several local firms for the first uh, about 10 or 15 years of my career. And I mostly worked with small business owners. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Helped them not just from a compliance standpoint, but what really got me excited is when I got to talk about their business and areas that they can improve their business. And, uh, Just really thoroughly enjoyed that. You got so many different personalities and styles and different ways that people make money. It's just, it's super exciting. Uh, It's fun stuff to talk about. So I did that. And then one day I was on track for a partner role at this one particular firm. And one day I just woke up and I said, you know, I want to start my own business. I I just want to do my own thing. I want to see if I can grow a business. I'd always wanted to do that. And so I quit. I gave my notice and uh, decided I was going to start a CPA firm. I had literally zero clients committed. I went and rented an office, a small office, and uh, it had a desk and uh, maybe, I think, maybe one file cabinet. And I had zero clients committed. And I remember sitting there in my first couple of weeks, just staring at this white wall, wondering, did I do the right thing? And uh, fortunately, I stayed with it. And five years later, I had built a firm with 200 business clients. Uh, it was thriving. I was kind of getting to choose and pick which clients I wanted to work with. I had built a pretty good referral network, was doing some things online that was creating a lot of leads. And uh, it was really an exciting time. And towards that fifth or sixth year, I started to get close with a client of mine. And he had started an engineering services firm, a staffing firm, in the staffing and recruiting space. And uh, one day we were talking and he had asked me if I would ever consider joining his company. And I said, well, you know, if I could sell my firm for the right price, I would uh, I would definitely consider it. And so I put my firm on the market and I right away had several offers and I sold it and I went and joined his engineering services firm. And after a few years uh, in a financial capacity there, I ended up taking over the running of the company. And I spent the next uh, I was there for a total of 10 years. I spent the next seven or eight years approximately running his company, and it, I actually ended up having ownership in it. 
over a period of time when I started taking it over and uh, built it from $5 million was a low that we were at coming out of the recession to a high of roughly $25 million in revenue towards the end when we sold it. And uh, a lot of great experiences in that 10 years. I mean, I built training plans for employees, developed out a leadership team operationally, had a really extremely efficient business, great profit margins. We're really meticulous about our negotiation skills among our team, hired a great sales team, just a lot of experiences in the 15 plus years that I ran two different businesses that I now apply to what I do now. And that's now I'm a business coach. And I just find working with business owners is so fascinating because there's usually what happens is a lot of business owners get stuck and they just get to a point where they're usually good at what they do, but they're not so great about building and scaling a business, growing and scaling a business. And my role is I get to work with them and I get to help them do that. And it's a lot of fun. And so that's kind of been the story of my career. That's where I'm at now. In terms of my philosophies, you know, I'm really big on building processes so the the business can run itself. I think that's just so important. I did that at the staffing firm. It was pretty much self-running for the most part. You do that by setting up good processes and procedures, developing your team, developing leadership, a lot of different ways to approach it, but that's usually the foundation. So I'm really big on that. I'm really big on positioning your company around who you're trying to sell to and understanding your market. A lot of times business owners don't really focus around that. They're, they don't don't really know to. I also see a lot of challenges in terms of uh, work-life balance. You know, when you start when you start your own business, you often have this dream of freedom and you know, how am I going to have all this autonomy and and get to do whatever I want and what really invariably happens for a lot of business owners, they end up working 50 to 70 hour weeks. They don't usually see a lot of growth in their business after they kind of get to a certain spot. They're oftentimes can be missing family events because their business is out of control. It's chaotic. It's messy. And I play a big part in my coaching and helping people get through that. So my philosophies are all around those, um, you know, having a, g- a good selling position, really driving a good profit margin and pricing. It's another thing I, th- I think a lot of business owners miss on is just driving the right pricing and being comfortable with the value that they provide and being able to back it up. So also now that I've gone through two sales of businesses, I think there are just so many fascinating stories around prepping your business for sale, going through the sales process, going through the negotiation process, going through the due diligence process. There's just so many things in that world that makes for some really fascinating stories and really educational opportunities for people that intend to someday sell their business. I will tell you one thing that I oftentimes see is there's a a lack of preparation in setting up your business for sale. A lot of people, I think, think they're going to do it the year before, they're going to think about it the year before. And it's such a mistake. Thinking about selling your business is actually probably a five to 10 year plan to really adequately tell the story and to show the trends and to show the value increase over time, you really kind of want to lay that foundation way before you're ever really thinking about selling. Otherwise, there's a good chance you're not going to maximize your value uh, when you go to sell. So that's another big thing that I think will be a fun topic. Uh, I have one particular guest lined up right now that sold his small business and he's now in retirement 
And it's just fun to hear his story of what he went through. And I can't wait to share that. So the way I envision this will work out is I'll be bringing you very story-based topics around work-life balance, more customers and revenue, business systems, procedures and processes, uh, team building, leadership development, managing your money and your profit in your business, selling and exit planning. I just see a lot of really exciting topics for business owners, for soon-to-be business owners, and that we will build these into fascinating stories with exciting guests. And then what we'll do is at the end of each show, we'll make sure we have one actionable item, at least one actionable item that we'll have each guest uh, prepare and summarize in terms of our discussion that you can apply into your life and into your business and hopefully can bring you either business growth, better work-life balance, or make you money. That's really the whole goal here. And uh, I think it should be a lot of fun. I'm excited to have you aboard. I'm excited to be doing this. Look forward to your feedback. Definitely would appreciate your reviews. So just want to tell you thank you in advance and uh, take care. That's all for this episode of Think Business with Tyler. But we have plenty more resources to help you in your pursuit of business excellence on our website at thinktyler.com. If you'd like to be featured in a future episode of the show, feel free to reach out to us on social media at think underscore Tyler. We look forward to helping you think life, think success, and think business. Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electrocast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electrocast Networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electrocast Podcasts and hear the culture. Are you a fan of classic cinema or a young person who wants to discover the best films of all time? Do these legendary movies still hold up? On the Generation Film Podcast, two guys who grew up when movies dominated the culture share a great film with a panel of young movie lovers and see how it plays for today's generation. We discuss changes in storytelling styles, representation, the making of each film, its initial reception, and how its meaning has changed over the years. Join us as we explore cinema classics across generations on Generation Film. Electric acid.